0: Welcome to Freedom to Choose from Just As I Am Ministries, a nonprofit providing hope to those caught in the devastation of addiction of any kind or those searching for a better way to live. Rich and Susan Collenberg found freedom from drug addiction and alcoholism over two decades ago in the series the temple of the mind they examine the beatitudes the lord's prayer and other bible passages to show how god uses his holy word in the events and trials of life to prepare hearts and minds to be the temple of his holy spirit take every thought captive now on freedom to choose
1: Everybody. My name is Rich Collenberg.
2: And my name is Susan Kallenberg.
1: And we would like to welcome you once again to Freedom to Choose, program number 15 in our series, The Temple of the Mind. And we've got a little two-part thing going on here if we get to both of them. And we're we've been going through the sayings of Jesus. So we're going to call this the, the title of this uh particular program, Be Reconciled to Thy Brother. But also we might we might dip into a little bit of uh, Matthew five twenty four, which is, Whosoever look on a woman to lust after her hath committed adultery in, with her in his heart already. Uh, the reason is, and this is a um, very interesting concept, Susan, first off, we sat down to do a sound check. And you couldn't hear through your headphones. Why not?
2: Because they weren't plugged in. They weren't
1: plugged in. Right. Okay, that's interesting. How do you get plugged in and stay plugged into God? Or do we plug into Him or does He plug into? How does that work? Because.
2: Well, I I think you got to make the effort. I think He's always there and um, willing and ready to supply every need. Okay. But um, I think it's up to each human being to. To recognize that they have that need and then to seek after him for um, whatever it is that you're searching for.
1: Okay, yeah, because when we...
2: Cause, and so searching for, you may be searching for something that's according to his will. Sometimes we search for things that are not according to his will. Right. So things maybe don't always end up the way we believe they should be even as christians
1: okay yeah so because because as we you know when we first came in here and we sat down and we sat down and we entered into a conversation i asked you today what you did Mm -hmm. before you got here what'd you say
2: i said i cleaned what'd you clean i cleaned the house and i cleaned the house i cleaned the back porch because we had wood there so i got that out of there and and swept all the stuff up okay And And then I mowed. And then you mowed,
1: and then you cleaned. The
2: front porch and the inside. Why? Because it's nice to have a tidy place to be in.
1: And why? Because it's nicer to reside there. Is that right?
2: Right. Well, yeah, you don't want to be. You want to have
1: a mess. Right. Because it's 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 not comfortable. And it's not not healthy. healthy. Yeah. Okay, because what I'm, the analogy I'm wanting to draw here is.
2: But I worked too. Okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the the analogy I wanted to draw here was that we invite God into our home but do we maybe not let him into all the rooms cuz some of the rooms are dirty
2: probably and, You know what I'm saying? Probably. I think uh, there's recesses that we we keep away from God. We uh, think that we are hiding them or keeping them away from God.
1: And that's the important part. That's that's the the point I was kind of wanting to bring out because when you first said you said you you cleaned off the house and clean, uh, cleaned the house and cleaned off the deck because you wanted it nice for me when I came home. Mm-hmm. Do we not want a nice place? For God to reside, Mm -hmm. if we are, in fact, the temple of the mind.
2: Yes, but in reality, I think that um, because of the brokenness that we have as humans and because of the way the condition of the world is today, sometimes we don't have that clean place, you know, where where we can invite him in, but he will come in under any condition. Okay. I think that's the... That's the beautiful thing is even in in our brokenness, whether we're in jail or we're in, uh, you know, whatever whatever state we're in, God will come to us as long as we request Him to.
1: Okay, that's very good. Yeah. So, because um, I mean, He I really shouldn't...
2: likes to come into places where there's brokenness and heartache and wrongness in order to bring pre- peace and love and to bring that other side
1: okay so in other words we can't clean the place up right we need to invite him in right
2: to and clean he the place will up set us right.
1: now what if we don't let him into one of the dirty rooms though
2: well that's that's an issue you that's know, he, then he the, can't but it's not an issue for him i think the issue rely resides in the person that's you know, wanting to grow closer to Christ. If we're if we think we're trying to um, hide something from Him or whatever, it's causing us harm. And I mean, it ultimately causes Him harm because He doesn't want us to be harmed. But we we cause continual damage in our lives when we try to hide or not if we're not fully honest with God.
1: Okay, because I want to continue. I want let's have a prayer, but I want I want to continue this discussion as we. Uh, explain why these programs are uh, dealing with the temple of the mind what the temple of mind is all about and why it's so important as christians to understand that that we can't cleanse our own temple we can't but but if we invite god in and and are open and honest with him he can remove all that dross if you will
2: right he, he can bring that remedy. He can bring that um, gentleness that a lot of us need to be um, uh, righted, you know, because a lot of us are, are wrong. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know what the word is, but a lot of us need to have that resetting of our minds and our affections and our thoughts mm-hmm. from from God's heart as opposed to our own selfishness.
1: Right, right. So let's have a word of prayer, and then we'll get going into into discussing First uh, Corinthians thirteen and Malachi and stuff like that.
2: Okay, Lord, we just thank you that um, we have the ability to um, worship you and to explore the the unexplainable and and limitless. Um, faculties of your character and your love for us and your love for humanity, help us to um, have the right thoughts and say the right words in order to honor and glorify you that more may be won to the kingdom. And uh, we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, many times we begin this program with 1 Corinthians 3.16, do you not know that you are God's temple and that God's spirit dwells in you? And why are we why are we even bothering going through these sayings of Jesus? Why are we even worried about cleansing the temple? Other than the fact it's pretty clear that that Paul and and Peter all give us a high recommendation to say, uh, you know, do the right thing. Uh,
2: well, because I think that a lot of times we can be mis misled and understanding the, um, what God's desire is for us, the final outcome for us, because having been, um, practicing addicts, you know, you, you, when you get clean and sober, if you're, if you get the opportunity to get clean and sober, then you think, okay, well, once the drugs and alcohol are, are gone and I'm no longer going to jail or prison or, nobody's taken away my freedoms by putting me in a recovery home i should be good to go and it the reality is is that's just the the outer layer of a of a condition of the human heart that we all have
1: you know i'm really glad you brought that up because clean and sober is a term that we use for not for for not self-medicating but to be spiritually clean and sober.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In other words, to not be using any selfishness in any way, shape or form to, uh, self-medicate if you will, because you know, a lot of times that's what we do, whether it be the toys we buy, whether it be the pride that rises up as we push other people down, whether it be jealousy or as we're going to talk about, um, uh, anger and hatred towards one's brother, we, somehow we, that feeds our, our drive, and, and there are sick ways that we reward ourselves as we act out in selfishness. Mm-hmm. And, and God is saying, let me in, let me into all those rooms in your mind so that you no longer have to go there and act out and you no longer have to incur more and more guilt and need more and more medication in whatever form that looks like.
2: Right, because it's, it's it's more than just claiming that you take the Lord as your—that um, you take God as your Lord and Savior. It goes beyond claims, and it goes to demonstration. I read something the other day that said, um, I will— Know you by your actions, not by your words, not by what you say. So I can tell more by your character and how you treat people and treat me as opposed to your declarations. And so a lot of times I think, even in Christianity, um, we can declare ourselves to be Christians, but um, a lot of times it's lacking when the rubber hits the road.
1: Right. And, and,
2: and and I am guilty of that as well. Well, I
1: think we all are. I think right. we all hold on to things, and you know, like I say, if you the metaphor of the of the house is a, is a great metaphor, where there's certain rooms that I don't want God going into and looking around because He's going to expose mm-hmm. those things that really hurt me to have them exposed. Right. You know, they're and all they are is they're the ugliness and the defects in my character.
2: Well, and I think I think it's the root of of the fear and the selfishness that's inside of us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, um, you know, I have a closet that I probably haven't looked in, in. I don't know how long, and it's like, you know, everything in that closet should be given away or done something with because if I haven't touched it, then you know, there's something. There's a a denial of of um, its need to be cleaned cleaned out, and I think that we all can come to the place in our Christian experience where we deny um, our condition and and that it needs to be right sanitized.
1: Yeah, we call it self justification. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine being angry at that person. Right. I have I have a right to be angry at that right. person.
2: Right. I was a little bit. Um, and I guess it's because they come in line in the scripture to connect to the be reconciled to your brother and then the um, statement on adultery. Mm-hmm. Those seems like a a really on the spectrum of things, kind of like they're like, you know, different ends of the spectrum, but I guess they're not. Well,
1: when Jesus talks about, uh, does he not say, don't be angry with your brother? Mm-hmm. And if you are, you've already committed you've already murdered him in your mind right? and don't lust after a woman. And if you do, you've already committed adultery in your mind. Everything goes back to this temple of the mind that he's talking about. If we want to be free, Mm -hmm. free, absolutely free means we're not bound to, to, you know, my, my nature that I get, that angry with someone that I cannot let it go for years and years and years.
2: Right. And then I guess God is saying, you know, don't think that you can, you know, don't come to me offering gifts to me if you're hiding this anger towards somebody else. And and if you do lust after a woman, um, just because you haven't committed the act doesn't mean that it's not causing damage to you. So I think that Jesus in his um, Sermon on the Mount is trying to bring it down to the very bareness of human existence to say, you know, it does matter. It does matter what's inside your head.
1: You said something really important, and that was, don't be angry with your brother because it causes damage to you. Right. See, anger, resentment, and all of that stuff is, is anger and resentment, all that stuff doesn't cause damage to the person you're angry with, unless, of course, you act out. It causes damage to you. Right. And that's and, and, and lusting after a woman in your mind does not cause damage to her, causes damage to you. Mm-hmm. This is what Jesus is saying, is these things, you're doing damage to yourself. And I remember we did that metaphor, that little role-playing, as you, you were abused one, uh, many times as a child. Mm -hmm. And then the metaphor of you being taken to heaven and God saying, okay, we we can do a replay. You can go back down to earth and live your life just the way it was, or you can go back down to earth and live your life as your abuser. Right. What do you choose? What would you choose?
2: To go back and have my own life. Why? Because of the damage of someone who lives out a sinful and damaging life um, is eternally changed.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And and that's the kind of damage that Jesus is talking about right. here. If we continue in these behaviors, they become the natural thing to do.
2: Well, and I know we brought it up in the past, but in the um, in the big book of AA, and it was a real turning point for me um, in my experience as a Christian, and and being able to um, let go of my resentment and my anger, and and ultimately change my life was. You know being able to pray for those people that abused me, and it it's it's really weird how that happens. I think it's for forty five days you pray right. for them to get everything in their life that you would like for your own life and some somehow God it's not a hocus pocus, but I think somehow God is able to um, gently move you from an angry person to a person that's more um, open to other people's hurts.
1: Can, can we say you, you enter into their pain?
2: Right. You're, you're able to say, you know what? it's. We're all on this broken planet. You mm-hmm. know, I don't have the corner on pain and um, anger and, and hurt that happened to me, that it's all kind of mm-hmm. that way. And so do we want to be a force for good or do we want to be a yeah, force for evil? That's what it
1: boils down to. Right. That's what it boils down right. to. So be reconciled to thy brother, Matthew 5 24. Um, The love of God is a positive and an active principle. The love of God is there to flow and to bless to others. If the love of Christ is in us, we won't hate our brothers and sisters, but we'll look for every way we can find to show love towards them, i.e., pray for them. Ask them just simply how they're doing, you know? Right,
2: and the the, the the weird thing about it is that it's not something that's natural. Our carnal hearts want to hold grudges. We want to be angry and resentful, and there's something, some kind of a, a, a reward, and it, granted it's a sick reward, but when when we get, when we are angry, we know that, darn it, we have the right to be angry. It was like when I was driving down here today, and, and I was— The lane on the freeway, here we go. The lane on the freeway is an exit only, but people stay in that lane in order to inch up and then cut on to go on to the freeway further. And and that angers you. Yes. It angered me because... I was stopped on the freeway when I should have been able to just drive.
1: <laughs> right, right. And then, so who got damaged? I there? did yeah.
2: because it upset my, you know, my peaceful situation. <laughs> Knowing I was still going to get here, I was a little bit late, but that's because I actually because I left the house late. So yeah,
1: so uh, it's all
2: about. So that that's a good point. It's, it's, about it's all pers- about accountability. And yeah, and responsibility. Who do we? Who are we giving our? Who are we making responsible for our happiness? And for our, um, you know, for our heart's work, are we letting other people influence us or do we take, are we going to be accountable as human beings and responsible for um, what we have control over?
1: Right. Um, Yeah. My drive over here from coming from the other way was I got to the E Street area Mm -hmm. and it was stopped. Right. Well, I need to get to the program. Well, I finally got up, and some poor guy was pushing his car off the middle lane. He had a little car, so he was doing good enough job to get—he almost had it off the road. But, right. you know, that's why traffic was stopped, was this right. poor it, guy, and, you know—
2: Right. It wasn't about you. It wasn't about <laughs> no, me. It wasn't about me yeah. either. Yeah,
1: but this is the problem with the human condition, and, right. and, and what Jesus is saying, if you, if you harbor— Anger. If you hang on to those lustful thoughts, then it it still is all about you and it never ends up being about someone else. And you become someone who has ignored the values that heaven is based on. Right. And, And they've ignored them so long that there is no, that they lose the very capacity to embrace love. Right. This is what happened to Lucifer. Right. He lost the very capacity to love God and to accept God for who he was, mm-hmm. who he is. And so Lucifer, having seen the best that God had to offer and rejecting it, there's no hope for him. Well,
2: And you stop and you think about it. He was unhappy with God. He was unhappy with the situation. He was unhappy for what he got from life. And God is like I've given you the very best of everything, but it still wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. And I think that this world operates on that principle like you deserve the best of everything and you need to take it and you need and if yeah, you if don't you, have it, you need to somehow get it whether you're running up credit cards or whatever.
1: Yeah, just be a little bit selfish. I know it's a little bit selfish, but just you can get more you can get more. yeah and Lucifer brought that package. From, God, from heaven right. and brought it down here to the Garden of Eden and told Eve, and, you can have more.
2: And both Eve and Adam, Adam
1: said, yeah, they, maybe, maybe that serpent's right. Maybe we right. are missing Maybe now. God is withholding right. something.
2: I think one of the hardest things when we deal with people who have been addicts or who come out of prison is, is that um, life has been so chaotic that having peace and be, being able to understand that, not that life is dull, but peace and quietness is are like the characteristics of you know um, non chaos and and even people who aren't addicts they really like that chaotic lifestyle where something's always going on mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. to be able to just kind of be able to sit with yourself and sit with god and enjoy the the simpler things of life i think it's difficult these days on the earth On It
1: reminds me when you were saying that i thought of something you know we had a we did a uh, a charity golf match uh the with other day your work with our work and we went out not our
2: work, work but with,
1: with yeah with uh, with roble and contracting and um We were on one hole, and uh, one of the guys from Folsom Ready Mix uh, looked down, and there was this big um, caterpillar, Uh and he was crawling across the green, and so he picked him up, and he took the caterpillar over, and he said, no goose is going to get you today, and he set him off to the side, right? Right. And I just thought about, if you had a close-up of watching that caterpillar crawl, and the fascinating So you ever notice the smaller the animal is the more complicated it yes. is and the, and to watch that caterpillar crawl across the green and and it was it was black and orange and white and it's just you could study that all day mm-hmm. you know and this is what god has for us all these things that he's created why for us to look at for us to enjoy for birds to in learn. the morning listen to them sing right. crickets and frogs at night all of these things are what this is what God's all about. You know, I often I often think of God saying, you know, Rich, you notice when you peel that banana it didn't shatter, it's nice and sho- soft. I made that so you could peel that and, and eat it. Do you like it? Because I like it. Do you like it? You know, I could just hear God saying that. Right. Or or that, the way that the red-winged blackbird. Right. I love that. I can just hear God say, well, you know what? I, I made that for you and a few other billion people on the planet right. that really like red-winged blackbirds. The sound you, of red Yeah, do, yeah right. the sound. Do you like it? Yeah, boy, I love it, you know? And and this is what God has done if we just look around. Mm-hmm. But, but the devil has got the dangly, shiny things out out and about that don't last right you know like if you're going down the the freeway and you're half hungry but there's that juicy cheeseburger on the billboard and all of a sudden you got real hungry and darn it i deserve that right now you know whatever right right but it we're just being bombarded with all these dangly shiny things and god's saying no just just settle down and watch the caterpillar yeah
2: absolutely
1: that's what i'm about yeah absolutely yeah so Boy, we, this program went kind of fast. We're going to have to wrap it up here in a bit. Um, we have resources. You can go to our website, www.justasiamministries.com, um, and uh, just drop us an email or whatever, or give us a call, 916-645-1297. Susan will ship resources out for you. Just go on the website, and the, and the resources are, are listed there. And remember folks there's only two ways to live your life. One is like nothing is a miracle, the other is like everything is a miracle, and you have the freedom to choose. Our Father
0: For listening to the Temple of the Mind on Freedom to Choose, there is truly hope for people whose lives seem to be overrun with problems, unhealthy relationships, or even imprisoned by some form of addiction. Rich and Susan Collenberg are living testimonials that biblical principles do work. They've authored resources available to move those you love toward freedom. If you'd like to order the Addiction Recovery Workbook, Seven Steps to Freedom, or the book, Could It Be This Simple, The Way Out of Your Prison? Please call Rich and Susan at 916-645-1297 or go to justasiamministries.com. As a nonprofit, they're supported by people like you. 916-645-1297 or justasiamministries.com. Thank you for listening and remember, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you.